The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Organic Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about driving business results without buying your traffic. Joining us is John Benyon, who is the CEO of Online Marketing Gurus, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast, which is an agency that specializes in SEO, AdWords, and social media advertising. And in their six plus years of business, Online Marketing Gurus has grown their network to over 100 gurus that help their clients skyrocket sales by being transparent, open, honest, and building real relationships that drive business results. Yesterday, John and I talked about when to prioritize organic growth strategies. And really, that conversation centered around you have to start early to build the correct foundation for your organic growth. And today, we're going to talk about why organic growth is different than just SEO itself. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with John Benyon, CEO of Online Marketing Gurus. John, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, thanks, Ben. Excited to continue Organic Growth Week. And today we're going to talk about really what the difference between organic growth and SEO. And I think that a lot of people just assume when you say organic growth, you mean putting words on pages and hoping Google sends you traffic. In reality, organic growth is a lot different and a lot broader of a topic. When you hear the term organic growth, what do you think? How do you define that term? There's two things I think. One, I'm not paying per click for it. Like I'm getting traffic and it's coming in from various places, but I, I'm not paying an actual per click price or a per view price. That was the first thing. The second thing is that it's an omni-channel approach. I mean, it can be coming from many different places. It does not necessarily mean that it's coming from just Google or Bing or what we typically credit organic growth with. Yeah, I think that most people think organic growth and they tie it to the organic bucket in Google Analytics, which is really search engine traffic. And in reality, you can drive organic growth from almost any marketing channel where you can use Facebook and build an audience and start driving traffic that you're not paying for. You can create a podcast and create content and start having people visit your web assets from your audio content. You can do all sorts of things that you don't have to pay for, a viral marketing campaign, and that'll start driving traffic. So when you think about 
prioritizing all of the various organic growth channels, whether it be organic social or organic brand advertising and SEO as well, how do you sort of rank and think about the value of all of those channels? SEO, let's talk about that one first. SEO is a tactic to get organic growth. And I do believe that it is one of the most important tactics or one of the most important channels that you should use because simply we live in a day and age where if I need to know something, all I have to do is pull out my phone and I Google it. If I want to buy something... You don't even need to pull out your phone. I just say, hey, Shmiri or Ashmexa or, you know, yo, Google, and it just happens. You're right. We don't even have to pull out the phone anymore. We simply have to speak it's never been easier to get all of the answers that we need to our questions. So with that said, I do believe that a really good, strong foundation in SEO is super important for an organic growth strategy. That said, like I mentioned in the last episode, I think that you should start working on it as soon as you possibly can. It doesn't have to be your entire focus, but I think that making sure that you show up and that you rank when someone's looking for your product and service is one of the best things that you can do to make sure that you have sustainable growth. So talk to me about time to market. One of the things that I know about SEO is that it takes a long time to mature. You have to build your domain rank and authority, build lots of content. Nobody starts ranking for Google with their first blog post. So if you're a relatively new business and you're trying to drive traffic without actually having a big reputation or spending any budget, what are some of the ways in the organic growth channel that you rely on? I'm going to put it into two buckets. I'm going to say if you are a B2B, if you have a product or a service that you're selling to a business, I recommend that you still write that blog, put it up on your website, and then I want you to go online, I want you to go to LinkedIn, and I want you to talk about it. I want you to ask questions, I want you to tag people in the first comment, I want you to try to get engagement about whatever problem it is that you're solving, whatever question it is that you're answering, whatever your product does, see if you can't start some sort of conversation around it and see if you can't talk about why you came up with this product, why you invented this service, why you decided to take all of this time, effort, and energy to be a solution, and see if you can't get some engagement. You can use Twitter as well. I like LinkedIn and Twitter for B2B. So what if you're a B2C brand? What if you're selling directly to the end consumer? It does get a little trickier. You can use Facebook. You can use Instagram. My experience over the last year has shown me that it is a little bit harder to grow your organic following on both of those channels. And I think that's probably strategic on their side. They're trying to push you towards some ads. You can still do it though. But with Instagram, you have to make sure that your information, your content is very visually appealing. Okay. You've got to make it look good. You can't rely on these posts that your family members liked. You've got to put a little bit more time and effort into your posts if you're going to be on Instagram. And then with B2C, depending on the product, I often find myself recommending that customers do engage in ads fairly quickly, depending on their product, because in many cases, you can get a pretty good return if you have a decent product and if you have a decent price. So let me ask you, you mentioned social syndication, right? You're still going to create that content. And over time, hopefully, as you continue to create content, you're going to get SEO value out of the original piece of content, but you want to take it and syndicate it. Social networks are a great way to do that. And you mentioned the ones that are right for the B2B brands and the B2C brands. It is tougher sledding when you're trying to, I'm using air quotes that no one can see, go viral on consumer products because Instagram and Facebook are generally geared towards making you pay for that type of distribution. 
So, John, talk to me about how you can continue to drive organic growth when you're not specifically relying on just social media and social networks as your distribution method. One idea that you could do, especially if you're going towards a B2C product, get creative with the way that you get referrals or perhaps create some sort of affiliate type program where people that talk about you or bring in business to you, you're offering them some sort of kickback or something. And in many cases, those sorts of strategies are what you're going to have to do to get things started. And they do take a little bit more time. They take a little bit more effort. But many companies have grown by creating these great affiliate programs. We almost have this bad taste in our mouth when we hear affiliate programs, but there's lots of great ways to do that. Yeah, I think that Uber is a great example of this where, you know, originally when Uber was Uber Cab and they were having luxury vehicles parked outside of busy clubs in San Francisco, what would happen is someone would call an Uber, they'd bring three people with them to go to the next bar, and then there was some sort of a referral model for having the other people that were in the car sign up, right? That's organic growth. They're not actually paying to market to those customers. They're just knowing who's going to be experiencing the product and giving them an incentive to join the program. I couldn't agree more. And Uber did it well. Another one that I've seen recently that I just I absolutely love is Robinhood, the stock trading app. How does Robinhood actually drive virality? Oh, it's amazing. Well, first off, it's allowed the millennials and the Generation Z to actually get in and do some trading without having to step through any kind of hoops. It's really easy. But what they do is they say, hey, here's a link, send this to your contacts and anybody that signs up will give you a free stock. And that free stock could be Apple or that free stock could be Nike or I have referred out many friends to Robinhood. And I think the best stock I ever got was maybe worth eight bucks. I sent it to one of my buddies who sent it to one of his friends. He absolutely got an Apple stock and that was pre-split Apple stock. But that's what Robinhood does. They say, hey, here's a link, send it to your contacts, send it to your friends. If they sign up, we'll give you a free stock. And it's just, they pick whatever stock it is? I'm sure it's on some sort of algorithm where, again, every once in a while you hear about somebody who gets one of the good ones, but for the most part, yeah, you're going to get like a $5 stock, but it still works. <laughs> nice. All right. So they get to share a stock and this is kind of borderline. Is that an organic strategy? You're still kind of paying to give some sort of free product away. Really, you're doing some product discounting. Talk to me about driving organic growth on the B2B side without using social networks. Well, what I think, Ben, is people should do email marketing. <laughs> That's the answer. Email marketing. Now, you've got to acquire emails, and emails are going to come in handy in a lot of different ways. You can use them for retargeting on Facebook, and you can use them to build lookalike audiences, but you said organic. So you need to have emails. And look, email marketing is one of the things that has changed so much over the last five years. And it's because people are not reading them like they used to. So my advice is have good, authentic, yet scalable content and be a little bit more targeted with your email outreach. Don't just blanket it out to every single email that you have. See if you can segment those email lists at all. See if you can put together campaigns that are a little bit more targeted to solve specific users' problems. At the end of the day, no matter what channel you're using, you're targeting and delivering the right message at the right place at the right time is what drives marketing results. And that goes with your paid channels or your organic channels. So we're going to talk a little bit more about how to blend in paid and organic to maximize your growth in tomorrow's episode. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to John Benyon, CEO of Online Marketing Gurus, for joining us. 
If you'd like to hear more of John and OMG's tips to driving organic growth, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about comparing your organic and your paid growth channels. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with John, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is John underscore Benyon. That's J-O-N underscore B-E-N-N-I-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is onlinemarketinggurus.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp. E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.